You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Greetings, boils and ghouls. Tis I, Andrew Keenan Bulger, coming to you from the deep, dark recesses of the catacombs of Off-Broadway. My dressing room at New World Stages. This is Dracula, the Podcastula. The official companion podcast of the new Off-Broadway show, Dracula, a Comedy of Terrors. Each eerie episode, I'll be sitting down with a cast and crypt keepers, or, I mean creators, for a phantom-filled foray behind the scenes. We'll be chatting about hauntingly hilarious onstage mishaps, tales of theatrical terrors, and unraveling the cobwebs of creation from the first scratch of the quill to the last blood-curdling bow. So gather round, dear listeners, turn down the lights, make sure there's garlic by your side, and brace yourself for a descent into the heart of Off-Broadway's most fantastic comedy. Tonight, I am joined by an absolute gem. Hailing from the frosty lands of Canada, he has starred on the stages of the Shaw Festival in Damn Yankees, Grand Hotel, Oh, What a Lovely War, and Master Harold and the Boys. On TV in Netflix's Workin' Moms, CBC's Frankie Drake, and Crave's hit comedy series Letterkenny. And now he's making his American stage debut as the man who dons the iconic cape, James Daly. Welcome, James. Welcome, James. Hi, Andrew. Thanks for having me on this dressing room special little podcast. Oh, sure. Thank you for being my first guest. <laughs> cool. There's also coffee, coffee brewing in coffee the background. Coffee fully Maybe brewing. We should turn that As off. I, I am reminding the viewers, this is indeed a dressing room. <laughs> it's okay. No, we could keep. Hi, Mikey. Mikey, our dresser, is in here as well. Y'all are getting a is real immersive. You, Mikey, or for us? No, I make it for you. No, he's doing it for us. Well, then we he's just that on. nice. Let's turn it off if it's going to perk. What do you? Yeah, I think let's turn it let's off. Let's turn it off if it's going to be. So, James, we share the stage every night, and there's always that moment right before the curtain rises. Can you describe what's going through your mind in those few seconds before we step into the world of Dracula, a comedy of terrors? What is going through my mind? Um, have I done my Transylvanian dialect warm-up? Have I put enough highlighter on my abs? And have I remembered to put in my fangs? Because there's been a couple times where I've forgotten my teeth and gone out there and felt very naked. Oh, no. I don't. 
I'm you not sure noticed? I've noticed. Well, yeah. that's good. I hide it well. I have noticed when the highlighter is not great on your abs, though. Yeah, thank you for including that, Andrew. <laughs> not true. <laughs> this is a man who does not need any highlighter. <laughs> um, Dracula is a character with so many interpretations in literature and film. Did any previous versions inspire your version? I honestly tried to watch as many Dracula movies, uh, TV shows, the, the the original novel, of course. I tried to consume as much Dracula content as possible leading up to this show. I really liked the original Bela Lugosi Dracula. I hadn't seen it before doing this show. And I, I, I watched it anticipating to think like, okay, yeah, that was old and cute and fun. But I, I really was struck by how, I don't know, moving it was and how it, it it held up like I thought it was spooky, but also really well done and stylized. And and I, I was yeah, I guess there's a reason why it's a classic. You know, it's it's a really well made movie. And I also was surprised uh, by how much I liked the novel as well because I hadn't read the novel um, before doing this. And sort of same thing, didn't have expectations to really enjoy it uh, <laughs> that much, like going into it. But I really did. It was it was gripping. It was fast-paced. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only actor from our cast who was part of Dracula's previous out-of-town performance mm -hmm. in Montreal last year. How has it been adapting to a new ensemble of actors here? It's been great. Um, I really, I loved our cast in Montreal, and I, I love our cast in New York. And there are some similarities, of course, but um, it's been really cool to see what, you know, a troupe of New York actors bring to the roles and and it's been fun to do it uh the same role but with new people it's like it's like i'm home but i'm not home it's like a it's it's like it's like it's a, it's a dream you know one of those dreams where you're like this is my house but it's but it's different <laughs> it's been really cool honestly i feel like it was so nice for us just especially in the rehearsal process where i would be so lost and i think we would all just look to james and be like what do we how does this moment usually go that's very nice of you i don't no, think any true. of you needed the help <laughs> oh the distant howl of a wolf signals that it's time for a segment i like to call cryptic confessions tales from the dressing tomb oh my god <laughs> There's going to be a lot of puns on this podcast, so everybody get sad. ready. Now, those familiar with Dracula, A Comedy of Terrors, understand the frenetic pace of our show. Just actors dashing offstage for lightning fast costume changes, juggling multiple roles, and delivering comedy at whirlwind speeds. With such high intensity, occasional mishaps are bound to occur. What is your most unforgettable or cringeworthy onstage blunder? Oh my gosh. These types of questions stress me out. Well, because they happen literally every night. I know. There's it's, always something. Yeah. It's uh, one of the great kind of self-correcting parts of that is the audience freaking loves uh -huh. when stuff goes wrong on stage. They and really I think our show is flexible enough in the comedy that everyone is sort of able to like feed off of it and be a little bit spontaneous. Yeah. I... I just, I know that I'm really uh, clumsy as a person, and I, I sort of warned all of our uh, stage management team and our dressers as well. I was like, I'm clumsy. I will break everything. So You're a 
a tall man I'm too. Tall. I'm like a in bull a tiny in a giant shop out there. It's <laughs> wild. So I, I I just know that there's been a few times on stage where I've broken costume pieces where whether it's ripping off a shirt and the buttons go flying or the cape kind of fell apart at one point. I came off stage at one point and my my boot was like falling apart. I was like, I don't even know how I managed to do these things. But if my costumes uh stay in one piece throughout this whole run, that's gonna be a miracle, I think. I think there was a time last week where I closed the coffin with you in it, and then we noticed that your shoe was still on stage. <laughs> oh, yeah. You like, left it like a little gift, like Cinderella. I think that might have been opening night. Oh, yeah. I really, I, I, yeah, fell, died through the coffin, and then I, yeah, my slipper, it was like when the monster eats you and spits back out, you know. <laughs> What, an accessory or something. I was like, a beautiful red suede shoe. <laughs> a lovely gold decaled slipper. I I was like, maybe we should keep that. Oh, would you look at that? Our postwoman is here with some fang mail from the fans. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love this. I asked our audience to write in with questions for James. Our first comes from JC Noonan One, who asks, Does virgin blood really taste better? <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, God, I guess. You know, I really try not to discriminate. Um, equal opportunity for uh, virgins and uh, the more experienced blood out there. And I, I, I have to say, I'll take, I'll take anything, really. Anything with a pulse is uh, good for Drac. You heard it, folks. His DMs are open. <laughs> um, ben Cook Nation asks, do you think a hot dog is a sandwich? Great debate topic here. Um, I, I guess I I could argue anything either way, but I I think just on the grounds of you know we call it a hot dog. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I'm saying no. If we call a sandwich a sandwich, we know what that is. It's two slices of bread. It's got to be flat. It's got to be flat. A yeah. hot dog is a hot dog. Fans coming at us with some hard-hitting questions. Mm -hmm. um, Celia KB asked, <gasps> fully my sister, <laughs> what's better in Canada? What's better in Canada? The health care? Mm. Um, that part. Well, um, I think the general cost of living, probably. <laughs> Since moving to New York, I've been like, oh, it's all more expensive, and it's in U.S. dollars. So it's oh, yeah. very expensive for a... A poor little Canadian boy. <laughs> um, no, there's the New York go outside and not spend $10 challenge. I am not capable luck. of achieving that. But. No. We're pretty good at hockey up there, I must say. Ooh, Though you guys definitely have take. more. Uh, um, I don't know. My family's there. I grew up there. I'm partial to Canada and particularly Newfoundland. But I got to say, I do love being in the Big Apple, too. Emily Catherine asks... How do you sing head, shoulders, knees, and toes? Because she heard the Canadians sing it differently. And I really also want to know. <clears throat> head and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes, knees and toes, head and shoulders, knees and toes, eyes, ears, mouth, and nose. Based on your reaction. What is literally that's happening? That's different. Why, how do what? you sing it? Is that different? Uh, that? Yes. <laughs> Sean, our, our understudy is... Looking on aghast at this. Oh no, we don't. We don't do that. What do here. you do? Head, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Head, shoulders, knees and toes, oh. knees and toes. Eyes <laughs> and ears and mouth and nose. Head, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. 
That's cute. I think that's a more difficult melody than what we do. Ours is like that's a classic nursery rhyme melody, the one that I did. So. Yeah, that you just blew my mind. Thank you, Emily and Catherine, for pointing oh, that out. Okay. All right, Trevor with a T writes. Oh my God, yes, Fang Daddy. Ah. I have not gotten to see the show yet, just the production photos and some reels, but Jesus, that body. Can you drop the workout plan? Uh, PPL, baby. Push, pull, legs. We're doing a push day, pull day, leg day. Double that up. Six days, you gotta do that twice a week and then one rest day. And uh, I have not been very um, strict with that, uh, basically since we opened. But that's what I aim to do. You know, a well-rounded workout regime. Well, as somebody who shares the dressing room with you, he is also doing a lot of workout. Yeah, I do the pre-show pump as well. That's really important. And I I also will point out, yes, for the listeners who are not able to see this, James is a full snack. But I will say that is the least interesting thing about his performance. He brings such humanity and like such hysterical humor to the point where there are parts in the show where I just cannot look at him because he will make me laugh so much. That's sweet, bro. But the body is tight. (laughs) Um, Hey, and folks at home, if you have any questions for the cast or if you would like to share your experience seeing Dracula, a comedy of terrors, shoot us a DM at Dracula, the podcastula or email your questions to podcastula at bpn.fm. And you could be featured in a future episode. Now, because I am trying to get some new followers for this podcast, let's turn to our vampiral moment of the week. (laughs) Beyond just our haunting audio, I encourage our listeners to hop on over to our social media channels to catch this next segment in action. Mm. At Dracula the Podcastula. Please note, this is all a desperate bid to go viral and get this podcast more listeners and more butts (laughs) in the seats at our show. All right, James, I propose a test. Okay. How do you feel about combining a bit of fitness with our shared love of all things vampiric? Oh my God, I'm down, buddy. Okay, I propose we do a push-up competition, but with a twist. With each push-up, we have to name a different vampire from film, TV, books, or pop culture. Last one standing wins. What do you say, James? Are you up for the challenge? I am so up for the challenge, buddy. Let's go. All right, James, push-up challenge. Mm-hmm. We do push-ups, name pop culture vampires. Whoever fails, loses. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. The Count from Sesame Street. Uh, Edward Cullen from Twilight. Uh, Bill from True Blood. Carlisle from Twilight. Uh, Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, uh, Gary Oldman is Dracula. Uh, Brad Pitt in Interview with a Vampire? Tom Cruise in Interview with a Vampire. Kirsten Dunst in Interview with a Vampire. Count Chocula! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, uh, Bella Lugosi, have you said him? I don't know! <laughs> oh. I'm calling that one a draw. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> Sick. Well done. All right, listeners, that wraps up our first episode of Dracula, the podcastula. A huge thank you to the incredible James Daly for joining us. If you want more of James, and let's be honest, who wouldn't? (laughs) You can find him on Instagram and TikTok at James Patrick Daly. Also, you can find me at Keenan Blogger, our show at Dracula Comedy. 
and this podcast at Dracula the Podcastula. Now, if you've enjoyed our time together, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Those reviews mean the world to us and help others find our show. So please take a moment to drop one. And if today's episode has left you thirsting for more, head over to DraculaComedy.com to snag your tickets. Until next time, keep those turtlenecks high, those stakes sharpened. See you in the shadows. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dracula the Podcastula, the official podcast of Dracula, a comedy of terrors, now playing off-Broadway at New World Stages in New York City. Make sure to visit bpn.fm slash podcastula, where you can discover more about the show, find links to get tickets to see the show in person, and listen to the entire show as a radio comedy. This has been produced and edited by Alan Seals for the Broadway Podcast Network. Dracula, a comedy of terrors, original music and sound design by Victoria DiOrio, with additional podcast design by Alan Seals. Episodes design hosted and recorded by me, Andrew Keenan-Bolger. Special thanks to Scott Bixby. Make sure to connect with me online at Keenan Blogger, with this podcast at Dracula the Podcastula, and with the show at Dracula Comedy. If you've made it this far in the episode, thanks again for listening. It must mean that unlike Dracula themselves, this doesn't suck, and you must enjoy my biting humor. Make sure to share this with your friends and to leave a five-star review. Until next time. <laughs> Sorry. Down the wrong pipe. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting and loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs> <laughs>